Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. How you doing? Have you had a chance to listen to the previous episodes of this series in regards to what do the 10% do or think or be like in order to be that 10% who succeed past that five-year mark of running a business? Today, I want to touch on our relationship to fear. It's very close to some of the other things I've been saying this week. But I want to single it out on its own. Yeah, I could teach you how to create your own P&L, to look at your expenses, to improve your copywriting, to get clear on your message. I could teach you how to market to a cold audience, to create amazing high converting Facebook ads. I could teach you how to be more organized. All of those uh I guess, tangible, concrete tactics and tools that make up a, you know, what you do in business. But here's the thing. If you don't have a good relationship with fear, you're not going to make it. You really aren't going to make it. I know myself. The times I've been taken out in life is where my relationship with fear has not been... Well, to borrow from yesterday, there's been a lack of self-awareness about it. You'll see a lot of t-shirts, a lot of slogans, indeed a lot of self-help books that talk about, you know, kill the fear. I said this yesterday, mastering the mean girl. Uh, You know, I'm not going to fear fear anymore. It's almost like we set up this war between ourselves and our fear brains. And when you understand that Fear is a biological uh, tool to keep us alive and it'll never, ever go. It'll never go. You just get better at calming it. When you can understand that, it changes everything. And yes, you could have someone say, oh, I, I never feel fear. It's not entirely true because otherwise they'd step out on the street and get run over or they would burn themselves on the stove. All those, that warning mechanism of, our, of us as mammals, of us as animals, would, uh, it wouldn't exist. But what they're meaning is that the fear hasn't gripped them. The fear is not leading them. So when you understand fear, you understand what it is, you understand that it is a tool, I guess, like breath, like, like your muscles that you can use, you can control, you can almost like a dog trainer, ask it to sit, <laughs> ask it to, it's okay, I've got this, it's fine. I've got an interview coming up with a dog trainer 
and uh, we can't call her the Dog Whisperer uh, because that that title is taken. But she is truly a, a an amazing a, amazing animal talker. She could understand really what dogs are saying. When I was interviewing her for this podcast, she uh, the doorbell rang in her house, and suddenly her dogs buck 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 buck. So we had to, you know, pause the recording and we all kind of laughed and and then uh, instead of sort of yelling at them, be quiet, no, get down, uh, <laughs> she just said to them, thank you, that's great, thank you, good, good, good boys. And they were silent and I was in shock. I just, wow, what did you just do then? And uh, she explained that, well, all the dogs are trying to do is to tell you that someone's at the door. And instead, we, I know when my dog barks like that, it's normally quiet, Jasper, you know, get down, Jasper. <laughs> instead of saying, thank you, Jasper, thanks for alerting me to that, because that's all they're trying to say. I know when my cat comes in and she's bought in a present, usually alive, uh, and she will have this uh, unique meow. And I, years ago, I used to rouse on cats when they did that. And a friend of mine who was a real cat person said to me, don't rouse on them because they'll just keep bringing them back because they feel like you've rejected their present. So I've learned very, uh, very, I learned very quickly and I still do it to this day that when my cat, my existing, my current cat brings in something that I will be gushing with thanks and praise and what a good girl she is, that kind of thing. And that's usually the end of it. If she feels like she's reprimanded, she'll go and do it again. And I had had to think about how that relates almost to our, our fear brains and that oldest part of our brain, the reptilian and the mammalian parts of our brains, where we feel that fear, and we're not going into a science lesson today, but it's not the, you know, the front part of our brain that does a lot of thinking and reasoning, uh, you know, and then it's sort of like, oh my gosh, there's this feeling and we don't know what to do with it. So we kind of trying to rouse at it. Don't feel fear. Don't feel fear. When all fear is really wanting to... Uh, to feel or to to hear is well done you've done a good job and learning this years ago literally has transformed my anxiety uh, any depression I had any ill will when I would try and push away as we're all trained to do that fear you've all heard of that book I think it's a it's a slogan as well fear the fear and do it anyway and you might smirk at that you might laugh at it but there is real truth in it I now tend to acknowledge the fear thank you thank you for doing its job thank you for showing me just how important this thing is thank you for looking after me thank you for even worrying about me thank you for taking care of me alerting me like a siren but it's okay. I've got this. I've got this. I'll open the door. It's absolutely fine. It's an interesting way to relate to fear. So what's your relationship with fear? Is it your friend? Is it your master? (laughs) Is it your manager? Or are you the leader of your fear? Experiment next time you're afraid. Next time it crops up. Observe what happens. Observe what happens. Feel it. 
even locate it. Yes, we say it comes from the brain, but we often feel it in our gut or our heart space. Be with it for a few seconds or a few minutes. They say any strong emotion will pass in 60 seconds if it's fully felt. Put your hand on that area that's feeling the fear. Breathe into it. Acknowledge it's there. Allow it to be there. I know it's scary, but allow it to be there. And watch it fade. And thank it. Thank it for doing a good job. And that will bring you also to a new level of awareness. Because guess what? Having your own business can be scary. There are no certainties. And there's no certainties in life anyway. We are just numb to that when we're working for someone else. So get good at improving your relationship to fear. And you'll be one of those 10%. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,